Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And this guy loves talking hockey. And so we weren't sure whether we were going to have him on today, what was going on with Game 5. But, Sean, it happened. We might have to happen to you tomorrow. But, first of all, thanks for getting up and being part of the show. And last night, surprise to you? Hey, you know what? Give Tampa credit. Every time you think they're down on the mat, they keep getting up. You know, pull out every cliche, you know, heart of a champion, all you know, all that stuff. But I'll tell you what, they, they get it done. And, and now – We've got ourselves a series. Tampa's got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Only one time in the illustrious history of the Stanley Cup has a team come back from a 3-1 deficit. So Tampa's looking to make a little history in more than one way. Sean, Dale Yake here at 92.9. What's changed? What changed last night? Is it just being able to get the puck out of your own zone? Or was it the return of the Tampa Bay Lightning power play? What, 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 what changed last night? What looked different to you? It's a great question. I, I think first and foremost, Colorado, if you guys, and I'm sure you watched the game, Colorado played a very hesitant first period. They didn't really come on until late. You know, maybe – they knew that Lord Stanley's Cup was in the building. I don't know what it was. And Tampa stayed the course. I mean, they really did. It's heartbreaking when your goaltender gives up one of those soft-serve goals. And that's what happened on that first goal. I think that's one that uh, Kemper certainly would like to have back. But Tampa just did what Tampa has done. You know, they've been there. They've done that. They came out. They kind of dictated the pace. And Colorado woke up and found themselves in a hole. But then you go back to that goal, you know, the eventual, I mean, that game was screaming overtime to me. I don't know about you guys. You go back to that goal, and it's just a simple thing like Andre Pilat. you know, the scrum is moving one way, he moves the other way and gets himself set up in a nice scoring position, and he finds a way to put the puck past Kemper. We're going to have to see a couple things come up in game number six from a Colorado perspective. Number one, Kemper's going to have to be better. You know, we've talked so much about Andre Vasilevsky. He hasn't been at his best yet, and it's coming. He's the best goalie in in the National Hockey League for a reason. Uh, So that's number one. Kemper, Kemper really has to batten down the hatches. And number two, Nathan McKinnon is one of the most exciting players in the National Hockey League. Nathan McKinnon wasn't seen very much last night. So let's see if he bounces back. Uh, in this game six, because Tampa has has been there, done that. There's no panic, even after, I mean, let's face it, it was a missed call. There were too many men on the ice uh, in game number four. Uh, John Cooper said what he had to say, and they all moved on, and Tampa moved on and started to focus on game number five. Party atmosphere last night, no doubt about it. I mean, that crowd was going crazy. Everybody was expecting a party, except for the Tampa Lightning. Yeah, you know, Sean, you said it. You go from game two where you see the most dominant performance by a team at 7 to nothing, and you show up last night in your home building with the cup in the building. I know they interviewed John Cooper there in the break, and they said, are you stressed? Is anything stressing you? I think was the words. He said, no, man, I'm, he's like the most cool cat ever, right? What a great coach, obviously, demonstrating this. D- does Tampa have the momentum going back to Tampa now? 
You know, every time we start to think there's momentum in this series, it, it, it's, it, they remind us there is no momentum in this series. And that's what's been crazy about this series. Uh, my, my guess is yes, but if we've learned anything in this series, I mean, you mentioned the drubbing uh, that, that we saw uh, last Saturday, just, just a week ago. You thought that Colorado would just smoke from there, and it, it hasn't happened. I, you know, again, I, I hate to keep going there, but the Lightning have that been there, done that, no panic mentality. There's something about it. I think that you're going to see an answer from Colorado. I'm going to say it again. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Nathan McKinnon isn't the best player on the ice uh, coming up tomorrow night. Is it going to be enough to offset what should be a crazy atmosphere down in Tampa? We'll see. This has been an entertaining and unpredictable series so far. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Look, as your boys are talking hockey here, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sean Belegian from WJR up in Detroit, uh, Paul W. Smith Show, 6 to 9. You can catch him there, but when it comes to hockey, hockey information, he's the guy we reach out to. Here's what I want to know. Is that really a thing? having the cup, having the trophy in the building. You don't hear that in the NBA. You don't hear about that World Series trophy is in the building when you're coming down to a Game 6 or Game 7. You don't hear it in any other sport. But if Lord Stanley's Cup is in the building for whatever reason, people get kind of worked up into a conversation about it. Is there Has there been a chance, has there been a time since you've been covering hockey where a team has actually wet the bed or didn't get – over the hump because you feel like, hey, they got nervous once they saw the cup was in the building. Is that an excellent thing? It, it, no, yeah, absolutely. You know, I, it, it's funny that you say that. I have always felt that I'm incredibly biased. You know what you dream about the time you're a little kid? You dream about holding up that 35-pound, beautiful, sterling silver trophy over your head. I mean, that, that's what every hockey player thinks about. It, it's It's – Having that cup handed to you and putting it over your head, it it is such a psychological thing because every kid that ever laced up the skates, that's what it's all about. It's about winning the Stanley Cup. So no question about it. Uh, There have been times where teams have, have psyched themselves out. I think we saw it here in Detroit in 2008 that, you know, everybody was ready to party and then all of a sudden Pittsburgh decided that they were going to spoil the party and Detroit had to wait to celebrate uh, until Pittsburgh in, in game number six. I remember the 2006 Stanley Cup uh, finals. Uh, Carolina had Edmonton dead in the water, and they let him off the map in game, in game five, and then Edmonton came back and won in Edmonton, and then it was a great game seven before Carolina got to put that trophy over their head. But uh, you're absolutely right. You know, you don't think about winning the O'Brien trophy. You don't think about running around with – you know, the, the Lombardi trophy. You don't think about that World Series trophy, but every hockey player thinks about holding Lord Stanley's Cup over their head. It is, it's a little kid thing. It's psychological, and you have to find a way to block it out of your head and just focus on the 60 minutes on the ice. Hey, Sean, this is Eric, the producer. I love you saying how every kid thinks about holding that trophy up. I don't think about holding it up, but I have thought about what I would do with it how long does each player get to have it? A, a week or a, a, day. a day? A day. So I want to hear from each one of you guys. What would you do with your Stanley Cup when you had it for the day? Would you take it to the mall? Would you take it to the movies? Get it some popcorn? What would you do? I'm going to start with you, Sean. What would you do for your day with the Stanley Cup trophy? I would take it to mom's house. Like I, I think I'd go to like the rink where I played when I was a little kid, and then I'd, I'd have a little uh, party over at mom's house. Uh, you know, it's uh, – 
your parents do so much for you to, to, you know, get you to practices and everything when you're a kid. So, uh, yeah, and you guys would be invited to the party, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Mom's house. All right, Dr. Dan, what would you do when oh, your day was standing up? I think Sean hit on it. I think you take it to every rink in, in, in yeah. any city that you're in and let the little kids see it because – Unlike every other sport, the, the trophy here is the focus as opposed to other sports. Right. It's the ring, right? And, and so here they don't talk about the ring. They talk about the trophy. Greg? Uh, yeah, I take, I'd let my father see it. I'd let my, you know. There's two trophies that he – he doesn't talk about this one, but there are two trophies that are so identified with the sport. And as you said, rings are one thing, but this trophy and the Borg Warner trophy, the winner of the Indy 500. Those two yeah. he knows about. He taught me about the, the Borg Warner Trophy. Since I can't bring him that one, the Stanley Cup is one of those that I'd, I'd, I'd want to bring it to him. Even if he didn't, you know, really wrap his mind around and understand the significance of it, he knows what the trophy is. And then the other thing is, do I take it with me and sit in the front seat and put it next to me in the other seat at a roller coaster at Six Flags? I like that. Oh, okay. I like that. Oh, the yeah. front seat, okay. front car, you, you, me and the and the trophy with with the with the little safety strap fit with over the strap it. around it, man. And you know how you get your picture taken oh, yeah. when you come down the roller coaster. There it is. Me and the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Sean, listen. As always, we 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 can't thank you enough. Listen, we might tap into your knowledge tomorrow as we get ready for Game Six. There's some storylines there. Yeah. We'll, go ahead. And no, anytime. Twist my arm to talk hockey. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a tough proposition, but somebody's got to do it, I guess. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate it. Uh, again, Sean Belegian from WJR up in Detroit, the Paul W. Smith Show, 6 to 9. Appreciate it, man. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Get you set for game Yeah, have six. a great Saturday, fellas. All right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.